center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back indoors at Tropicana Field, where the athletics began the road trip, which is a cross-country road trip starting in L.A., continuing in Texas, and concluding here in St. Petersburg, under 500 at 29-30. and 30. They had lost five games in a row before they won the opener of the road trip, 4-2 to two against the Angels. And now they stand at 5-4 and four on the trip, and they're back to 500 at 34-34. and 34. It has been a road trip that's featured... A lot of travel mishaps. It's featured a new starting pitcher for the Athletics in Tanner Anderson and trying to find the power again from Chris Davis. And some of those things are rounding into form as the Athletics, even this series against a very tough Rays team that began play today, leading the American League East by a half a game. The Athletics came back. They were down 2-0, and they did so with the long ball. As in a span of about three pitches, Matt Olson and Chris Davis with uh, back-to-back home runs. And just like that, the Athletics had the lead, and they held on as the bullpen of uh, Liam Hendricks, Lou Trevino, and Blake Trinan uh, allowed just the one run, the one run on the leadoff walk to allow in the ninth inning. At one point, Fires, Hendricks, and Trevino had retired 13 in a row. And Mike surrendered a long home run in the first inning, a blast from Tommy Pham at 458 feet. Young pitchers, maybe it rattles them. As you mentioned at the time, during the stretch of success where Fires has left every game with the lead. This is seven in a row that he's done that. He's now 4-0 during that stretch. He has the lead included in the suspended game. And uh, of the six home runs he's allowed during that time, five have been solo home runs. So it's not something that uh, got into his psyche. He held in there, although the A's probably made a mistake on the double steal by the uh, Rays. Shouldn't have thrown it to second base. Kevin Kiermaier had a great jump and allowed Willie Adamas uh, to uh, get the steal of home to make it 2-0 at that point. But the A's then scored the four runs, held on with the run of the ninth, had a little bit of a cushion and just enough. A's win it by the 4-3 final. They'll turn to Brett Anderson tomorrow to try to win the series and make it a winning road trip as they close it out at uh, 9-10 tomorrow morning. Final score, A's win it 4-3. More of Tonight's game will relive some of the moments with Alex Jensen when we come back after this. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmer's market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. 
Alex Jensen with you for the A's Clubhouse Show here on the A's Radio Network. The A's get back to 500, beating the Rays 4-3 to in evening this three-game series as uh, we welcome back in Vince Catronio from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Vince, this is the formula the A's got used to last season. You hit home runs, you get six innings from your starting pitcher, and you get a good performance from your bullpen. You do, and uh, the A's showed some uh, some power tonight, the back end of the bullpen. It was something that Liam Hendricks has been doing more and more of to get an opportunity to be in these roles. It was nice to see Lou Trevino kind of round back to a certain extent at a Lou Trevino form. You know, Blake Trinan, you know, gave up a run. It's going to happen. Uh, certainly not as wobbly as we have seen him uh, other times, but he's been asked to get the save four times on this road trip, and you know what, he's... He's four for four, so you can't complain about that. And Mike Fires, who, who's now pitching like the guy that you know you signed to a two-year contract because he's a veteran, because he can be a leader of your staff, and unbeaten in his last seven starts, going four zero during that time, and going deep in games, and not being affected, falling behind early, and trusting that the offense would come back. And of course, if if you're an A's fan, uh, and part of the success for the Athletics is Chris Davis at hitting the ball over the fence. Yeah. It's happened twice now the last three games, so that, that's an encouraging sign as well. And that was to basically the deepest part of the ballpark, too, wasn't it, out there out there to left center for KD? Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to set up the fact that they had used – it was just the second pitch to him and the home run to Olsen had happened so quickly. We didn't yeah. get a chance to set up the, the strategy of the four outfielders employed by Kevin Cash, but didn't bother KD as he hit it over them and over the wall. It doesn't matter if they can't catch it, right? That's right. <laughs> it's like 4-10 four, like four out there to deep left center, that little – that little nook and cranny out there far away from home plate, that yeah. stuff doesn't affect KD. Not at all. Not, and it looks like he's starting to swing with the ferocity that we've, we've kind of become accustomed to seeing him swing with. Yep. I mean, the, the, what, what you need from Chris Davis, and it's not going to happen all the time, but you need him to step in the box as a known threat, as a guy that you know can do damage. And that just has not – it's taken some time coming off the injury and you know getting the swing back to the way it is and – and showing, uh, you know, the speed of the swing. Yesterday, you know, Charlie Morton was unbelievable. I mean, that curveball is the best in baseball. It just There's no other way around it. And he just didn't get Chris. He got other right-hand batters as well, starting at their hip and ending up in the left-handed batter's box. So that happened yesterday, and, you know, Chris Davis was, uh, was Chris Davis tonight. All right, Vince, well, let's relive some of the moments from uh, today's win. And uh, in the first, it was Tommy Pham getting the Rays off to a a quick start against Mike Fiers. 1-1 drill, deep left center field, way back and gone. He hit it a mile on the concourse over the seats in left center. It's his ninth home run, and the Rays jump to a 1-0 lead. He is an impressive player, Vince. Another kind of under-the-radar move the Rays made uh, what, last summer, right? They did, and uh, he had a great second half for them. And then he was a little chirpy about you know playing in St. Louis and wanting fans in Tampa Bay. And he's right. This is a very good club that deserves some support. And he's doing his part, at least on the field. But, you know, usually when you see something like that, a guy hits it nine miles, some pitchers it rattles them and it carries over beyond that. And credit to Mike Fires, that was not the case. In the fourth, uh, you mentioned this earlier, Vince, but maybe uh, some questionable decision-making led to another run for the Rays. First and third, two outs. Zanino at the plate. First pitch to him, and Kiermaier's going. He steals. Throw on to second, and coming home from third base, Adamas. It's too easy for the Rays. Soon as Fegley let the ball out of his hands, throwing to second, Adamas comes racing home. The double steal works and no defensive play for the Athletics. 
and it's 2-0 for the Rays. I'm not so sure that was the right decision by Fegley. You have to be 100% sure if you're going to make that throw, you're going to get the runner. And, and really the jump was too big for Kiermaier to consider that. I thought you hit the nail right on the head, Vince. I mean, you've got two outs, and you've got Mike Zanino, who's hitting 176 at the plate. All, all the above certainly makes sense. And you've just got to make better decisions. And, you know, that's, that's part of the process. I mean, you, the, the A's, it's the second time on this road trip that somebody's stolen home, one on a straight steal and the other on the, you know, on the back end of a double steal. You have to be in tune. You have to anticipate the play, especially when it comes to the Rays, who are known for doing just about anything you know, to generate offense. They've been the, they were the team that reinvented the safety squeeze of the Joe Madden days and, you know, a double steal like that. If he just bluffs and doesn't throw, he's got a chance to pick off Adamas at third base. He was that far down the line. It just, it just it, it hurt the A's at the time, didn't hurt them with the outcome of the game. Chad Pinder would uh, cut the lead in half with an RBI single. And Mike Fires uh, really, I don't want to say he calmed down. He really only made one mistake in this game, but he kept it rolling and got Austin Meadows in the fifth. 2-2, inside corner, freezes Meadows. He's gone a-looking. Perfect pitch by Fires as he comes inside and surprises Meadows, and that's strike three. And that's the third K tonight for Fires. Oakland trailing 2-1. to one. That is nine straight starts, Vince, for Mike Fires, allowing three runs or less. I mean, he, has, uh, he looks like the guy the A's paid in the offseason. No question. And just staying under control, pitchability, because he's not overpowering. And the thing that got him, you know, maybe a little bit uh, askew earlier in the year was forgetting who Mike Fires is. And Mike Fires commands a fastball usually in the top of the zone and certainly not in the middle of the plate and then, you know, complements it with uh, the slatter cutter and then the, the big slow curveball. And we're, we're just seeing Mike Fires, you know, just understand of who he is. And when he has that going, even against a good club on the road, uh, good things can happen. And I think that really bodes well for – you know, in this day and age of, you know, how hard can you throw? He's not that guy, but he knows how to work both sides of the plate, knows how to set up hitters, and uh, we saw it again tonight. In the sixth, the A's would get Fires the lead on back-to-back home runs, and the first one came courtesy of their first baseman. Here's the offer, swung on it, drill, deep right, way back. A's take the lead, 3-2. to two. Matt Olson against Emilio Pagan with his 10th home run of the year. A majestic drive out to right center field, scoring Matt Chapman. The A's capitalize in a big way on the E6, and now lead it 3-2. to two. Long and loud off the bat of Matt Olson. You want to talk about a presence, Vince. I mean, this guy, 10 home runs in his last 28 games. He, he is really establishing himself as a star. You know, he, he has such a pretty swing when he connects. It is, isn't it? You know, I mean, he just, you know, he, the hands are away, then he gets himself in position, and just that bat path through the zone. It's not really an, an, a true uppercut swing. It's just the right plane. And when he connects, man, it really jumps. I know he's going to talk with, uh, with Chris here in just a few minutes, but uh, wow. It's, and he, you know, he's batting in the three spot now for the A's. The A's, you can make the case, you know, missing Jed Lowry in a number of ways, veteran switch hitter, number three hitter last year, hit whisperer in many respects for the club. He's gone. Somebody has to fill that spot. And at least against right-handers right now, it belongs to Olsen. We talked about this earlier, but uh, the very next hitter was Chris Davis, and he hit it over the four-man outfield. The 1-0. Swung on. That's blasted. Deep left center field. Back on it is Pham, and Kiermaier jumping at the wall as Kiermaier. It is gone. The A's go back-to-back on Pagan, and a salute around third base for Chris Davis. 
his 14th of the year, and now it's forward to Oakland. The good news, Vince, is that the A's kind of treaded water when Davis was out and, uh, and, and you know, in there kind of hampered. The better news is it, it looks like he's starting to hit balls out of the ballpark again. He's regaining his identity, and when he does that, it helps the offense regain its identity, and uh, those are important components for the A's to, to generate the kind of offense that they have shown in the past. Well, the A's bullpen would uh, get through the 7th and 8th with all zeros across the board with Liam Hendricks and Lou Trevino. Blake Trinan did allow one run in the ninth, but uh, he got Kevin Kiermeyer with a man on to end the ballgame. Chapman off the line, even a third. Outfield straight away and deep, and the 3-1 pitch. Swung on, chopped on the right side. Olsen, an in-between hop. He has it. He'll beat Kiermeyer there. And the A's have even the series with Tampa at a victory apiece. Blake Trinan with save number 15, his fourth on the road trip. And the A's come back and beat the Rays by the final of 4-3. to three. Despite the fact that Blake Trinan gave up a run, Vince, this was an encouraging outing from the A's bullpen. Yeah, I mean, as we mentioned as it was unfolding, beginning with Hendricks, continuing with Trevino, and to a certain extent with Trinan, it seemed like the message is, you, you got an explosive fastball, use it. And we saw a lot of that tonight. I think hopefully that's kind of a, a, a jumping-off spot for the athletics. to For those guys who've had some tough times, they've been knocked around this year. And you, from, you know, from Blake Trotter's perspective, you're not going to have that kind of year. It's just hard to, to duplicate anything remotely close to the history that he made for the A's last year. Don't think about that. And for Lou Trevino, the same thing as a rookie where he had so much success and suddenly – wondering why he's not having that success. Quit wondering. Quit trying to overanalyze it. Command your fastball and go from there, and, and good things should happen. And, and we saw a lot of that tonight. And with the win, the A's clinch a 500 road trip at least, and we'll go for the series win behind Brett Anderson tomorrow, Vince, who, who's been good. He's been very good. He works quick. He throws a lot of strikes, ground balls. He's got great pitchability. And uh, if the A's can pull that off tomorrow, considering all they've gone through on this road trip, Man, uh, salute the team because it'll be a job well done considering what they've been going through. No question. Sleep fast, Vince. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be there. Grab your donuts. All right. That is uh, Vince Catronio after the A's beat the Rays 4-3. to three. I may have donuts tomorrow. I'll, I'll actually be doing tomorrow's show from uh, the A's offices. Maybe they'll have donuts for me when I get there at around 7.30 in the morning. I'm not sure. Anyway, the A's beat the Rays 4-3. to three. Uh, to even this series at one game apiece. I want to hear from you, 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We're on the air for about another 30 minutes or so, or uh, pardon me, about another 15 minutes or so. Uh, and listen, a big win for the A's today as they even this series against a very tough club on the road in a place that has not been easy for them to win in the past and get back to 500 and clinch a 500 road trip at the very worst, which when you consider everything that's gone on on this road trip, that's not bad. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, it'll be uh, Matt Olson. He's with Chris Townsend when we continue on A's Clubhouse. Meet Susan. A responsible parent driving a Honda Insight Hybrid. Susan's caring for the environment, lowering her carbon footprint, and living economically to enhance her children's future. Way to go, Susan. And right now, you can save even more green on a 2019 Honda Insight Hybrid, the electrified vehicle that makes saving the world a full-on blast. Visit your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundsanfrancisco.com. Surroundsanfrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's the offer, swung on it, drill, deep right, way back. A's take the lead, 3-2. to two. Matt Olson against Emilio Pagan with his 10th home run of the year. A majestic drive out to right center field, scoring Matt Chapman. The A's capitalize in a big way on the E6 and now lead it 3-2. to two. Long and loud off the bat of Matt Olson. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's Clubhouse Show with Chris Towns, and after the A's got the victory over the Tampa Bay Rays, 4-3. to three. And this was a much-needed win. Matt Olson is with me, the first baseman. How did it feel to get this victory against a very tough Tampa team? Yeah, like you said, it's a very tough team. Um, ton of arms, a lot of young guys swinging it. Uh, you know, to come in here and get a win against them is big. And this is an interesting series because I look at these two franchises, not to get too deep, but, you know, you look at stadium situations, you look at payroll, you look at young players. You guys really mirror each other. Do you feel like that when you're playing them? Yeah, uh, it's very similar vibes. Um, You know, kind of that younger position player core with a a ton of arms, uh, like I said. So, uh, you know, we match up pretty evenly and come out here and and you know get that win today was nice and a close game and hopefully come win a series tomorrow back-to-back home runs for only the fourth time this season how are you feeling right now as we're starting to really see the power stroke come back and especially what we saw in texas in the second deck yeah you know i'm feeling good still missing a few pitches here and there um you know maybe maybe getting a little too big in, in certain scenarios and uh you know the homers are nice but it'd be nice to mix in a few others here and there but uh you know take every every hit you can get and try to keep this thing rolling we saw in the texas series you go the other way a few times what does that mean for your stroke when you are driving the ball the in the opposite field uh it, it just means that it's on the right track um it means my path is is where i want it uh you know when i'm catching balls a little deeper than been planned it's it's going out at a nice angle and uh you know true backspin as opposed to kind of cutting those balls and and when I'm hitting balls like that, that way, that's when I know that I can hit those balls to the pole side with, with good backspin and, and uh, you know, good elevation, something that I can maybe drive out. How good is it to see KD go deep? And what does that mean to your lineup when he starts getting hot? Uh, there's not a more impactful bat. Um, you know, he's, he's someone who, when he gets hot, is, is one of the hottest hitters I've seen. And, uh, you know, you come to the field every day, you're pitching against our lineup, you you find where number two is in the lineup, and, um, you know, you plan accordingly. So hopefully it's something that he can get rolling with. You know, he's, he's looked progressively better every day that he's been back. So, uh, you know, I'm sure he's excited, we all are, and, you know, to get him back as a healthy, good at-bats. And talk about your starter, Mike Fires. It's delivered once again another quality start. Yeah, uh, you know, he's a competitor. Um, he's always going to come out, execute his pitches. You know, he, he's not up there throwing 100 like some guys. And, uh, you know, he knows his craft. He knows what he needs to do. He, he studies batters. And, 
um, just goes out there and executes. I've been joking that this is the road trip from hell with all the travel problems and everything. And I know it's tough for you guys and not a whole lot of sleep. What would it mean to take two out of three to finish this road trip off? It'd be great it's against a good team like this at their place with, you know, some of the outside factors that we've gone through, like you said. Um, you know, some of the guys are a little depleted and, uh, you know, we're looking to get that win tomorrow, go home, rest up on an off day and, you know, see what we can do back at the Coliseum. Appreciate the time. Go get them tomorrow. Thanks. That's Matt Olson. We'll send it back to Alex Jensen right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Matt Olson, 10 home runs in his last 28 games. It, it kind of it 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 kind of goes flies under the radar a little bit, you know, with the injury to Chris Davis, obviously, and you know, the the young pitchers that go that went down in spring training. But the A's were without Matt Olson for a long time, and what he's meant to this lineup. I mean, Vince talked about just Chris Davis's presence. You know that that's a guy that you, you know two or three innings down the down the uh, ahead of yourself, or two or three innings down the way, you have to plan for a guy like that. Well, you got to plan for a guy like Matt Olson. He can change the game in one swing, and he did the night. And then, of course, Chris Davis does it right behind him. By the way, I'm seeing on Twitter, speaking of those two lefties, now A.J. Puck did give up a home run in his first inning, but he did strike out too. And Zach Bayrudi tweeted that A.J. Puck was sitting. Sitting. So that means every pitch just about is in this mile-per-hour range, 98 to 99 miles an hour in his first inning back with Stockton off of Tommy John. So you can be excited about that, that's for sure. I mean, 98 to 99 miles an hour. Frankie Montas is up there throwing fastballs, you know, 97, 98, 96, 98. This is a left-hander that's 6'7", throwing 98, 99 miles an hour. Anyway, want to get that out of the way. Let's stay focused on tonight's win for the A's as they clinch at least a 500 road trip and get back to 500 on the year at 34 and 34. And really using that old formula, the starter goes six innings. Mike Fires pitched great. Nine straight starts for Mike Fires where he's allowed three runs or less. He has been the anchor of this rotation. He and Montas, really. I mean, Montas has put up the best numbers. I think if, if I were to pick a guy to be your ace, if you had to throw one guy to win a game, I think it would still it would be Frankie Montas for me just because of his stuff. But Mike Fires, this, this guy's the leader of this rotation. He's the veteran. He's done it before. He's thrown two no-hitters. And he's given you six innings just about every single time out. And then, you know, I think the story today is the bullpen. We've talked so much about the bullpen, how they haven't been able to get it done at times. Well, Liam Hendricks for the seventh, he was 96, 97 miles an hour. He had the command. And Lou Trevino. And I thought Vince made a great point uh, during the broadcast. Where, you know, Lou Trevino came into this season with all the, the shiny new toys, the, the curveball, the changeup. You know, let's not forget, this guy throws 98 miles an hour. And he, got a, he, he had his breakout year a year ago with fastballs and cutters. And today, he throws one curveball and missed for a ball. But he throws a perfect inning. With two strikeouts, and both of his strikeouts were on cut fastballs up in the zone. And pitching with conviction. We heard that on the broadcast from our guys as well today. 
That's the difference right now. Or that was the difference coming into today between Liam Hendricks and Lou Trevino. The confidence. You can't teach that. You have to go out and earn that. That comes from putting zeros on the board. And hopefully, you know, Lou Trevino gets back to being that gets back to being that guy. Because when he is that guy, and you've got him, and you've got Trinan at the back of that bullpen, and now you throw in Liam Hendricks, who all of a sudden is throwing 98 miles an hour. That's dangerous stuff. That is dangerous stuff. And combine that with the starters and what they've been doing. All right, I believe we're getting sound in. Bob Melvin, let's hear from Bob Melvin. Let's hear what the skipper had to say after the ball game today. Basically, what we've been seeing here for what the last five starts or whatever it's been. You know, nowadays if you can hold a team like that, six innings like that, you know, it's it's all good. So, um, really consistent. What was three hits he gave up? He threw 100 pitches and. You know, got better really as the game went along. So another really, really strong outing from him. So the long road trip, the game winning a game like this, is this just resilience to just grind this out? These guys, yeah, they showed last year they're fighters. So, you know, we're, we've gone through some little bit tougher stretches this year and been tested. Um, but, you know, these guys are really good about putting a game away and going out there and playing for that day and, you know, playing 100% and doing the same thing the next day no matter what happens. About two weeks now, the team's been within one game either way of 500. How do you feel about you know trying to move past that? Yeah, you know what we we were several below. We we got to a point where we I think we were three or four ahead, but we really haven't hit our stride yet. We haven't been consistent enough. So you know as poorly as we've kind of played in different facets at different times, to be at 500 right now is still okay. So they, the, I mean, we, it's not where we want to be, but it, it's not. It's not the end of the world right now, and I think we, we have a lot of room for improvement, and we can still sync some things up and you know play in the fashion that we did when we won 10 in a row. So um, it's just a little, been a little bit of a fight and a battle for us to this point, but I, I think at some point we'll, we'll get past it. What have you thought of the work you've been getting from Hendricks here for quite some time now? Yeah, no, I mean, shoot, struck out the side, what was it, 12 pitches or something like that. So, you know, he's and I talked to him a little bit about it today. He's not only moved himself up into you know one of the seven eight nine guys he's a guy that will bring in with guys on base too you know we add that to what petite's done for us this year too and you know it's a tough dynamic you think about giving him another inning but he was up the inning before and got hot and was ready to come in and you know and then comes in and does his thing but it's good to see lou and blake pitch really well too i mean you know obviously lou had a really good inning and i think blake did too you got to give credit to the, you know shooting the ball the other way on the ground like that you know, whether or not a first couple of pitches in the first batter were strikes, I don't know. But he, we went back to a sinker today, and that's his strength. And I think it threw all sinkers but one pitch. And, you know, sometimes when it's running off and you're getting ball, it takes some courage to stay with it. But he did tonight, and I thought he threw the ball really well. Chris Davis had scuffled a bit in the two games, strikeout, double play, gets the homer, another hit. Hoping that'll get him going. Yeah, there are like nine outfielders for him, too, there, I think, in that at bat. I think there was four, so if he didn't hit over the fence, it might have been caught. Um, but again, you know, it's similar to kind of where we played. He's been a little back and forth. He's had some injuries and, and had some struggles, like we all have, um, but ends up giving, getting you big hits like that today. So 
um, you know, we're facing a good pitching staff. You got to, when you have your chances to, you know, drive something on a mistake, and, and he did today. So, you know, it ended up being a good day for us. When tomorrow you got to road trip. Okay, you know we're, you, we're right. you know it does it feels like right now that this road trip and everything's gone on we're like four games under this trip so um, at least it feels that way to me probably not to them so it's you know at least we're going to be 500 you know for the trip and it's there've been some challenges. Good stuff from Bob Melvin. This team continues to dance around 500. By the way, I got a response from uh, Cody, our our, uh, our producer with the A's for A's cast. I'll be with you for A's cast live tomorrow, by the way. That starts at 4. That starts at uh, 4 o'clock. It'll be a, a 4 to 7 show. But uh, we're going to talk about Mike Fires having a Chris Sale-like turnaround this season after a rough start to the year. Remember he had that ERA over 8? Not anymore. I mean, this guy has been money in the bank for the A's uh, over the last, well, nine starts. Three runs or less in each of his last nine starts. Also, a text in from the 209. How is Dalton Jeffries progressing? We're talking about some of the younger pitchers. Well, Dalton Jeffries is in middle in Double uh, A Midland right now. He's only allowed to throw. He hasn't thrown more than three and two thirds innings in in any start. So he's still progressing back from Tommy John. But the good news is uh, he's got a 2.55 ERA at Midland with 24 strikeouts and 24 and two thirds innings pitch. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and preview tomorrow's ball game as the A's wrap up this 10 game. Road trip as Ace Clubhouse rolls on. As powerful as the Lexus RX. As many safety features as the RX. With an interior just as refined as the RX. If they're talking about you, you must be doing something right. Experience the Lexus RX, the leading luxury SUV of all time. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Based on manufacturer's published data May 3rd, 2018. African American Heritage Night presented by Comerica Bank is back Thursday, June 20th with all fans getting a throwback Negro League Oakland Larks cap as part of the night-long celebration honoring Oakland's rich African American heritage. The night also includes awesome pregame festivities including a stroll-off beginning at 6 p.m. with fraternities and sororities competing for a $2,500 scholarship. Be part of this amazing night Thursday, June 20th. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash African American. This is A's Clubhouse. Alex Jensen back with you on the A's Clubhouse show. It's now time for our next game preview. Brought to you by the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport. And it'll be an 8.15 a.m. pregame. So breakfast with the A's. I will be, I'll be Chris Townsend tomorrow. I'll have your pregame. And I'll be doing A's Cast Live. So I hope you can join me for both. I hope you can join our guys for the radio call as well tomorrow morning as the A's Uh, Look to take two out of three at the Trop. That's a tall task, but the A's have a chance to do it, and it'll be Brett Anderson for Oakland looking for his seventh win. He is 6-4 right now with a 3.980 RA and an opener for the Rays tomorrow. Don't know yet who that'll be, but he'll be followed by Yoni Chirinos, who is having a very good year for the Rays. So the A's uh, look for a 6-4 road trip. They'll try and get back over 500 and take two out of three at the Trop. Again, that is a tall task, and again, uh, pregame at 8.15, followed by first pitch at 9.10 a.m. here on the West Coast uh, along the Oakland A's radio network. A's fans, remember the next time you're coming in from out of town for an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms, and all baseball fans are welcome. So again, pregame, I'll have your pregame 
Again, I'm Chris Townsend tomorrow. I'll have your pregame at 8.15, and then we'll have A's cast, which, of course, pregame followed by the ball game at 9.10 a.m. here on the West Coast on the A's radio network. And then uh, A's cast live on A's cast. That'll be from 4 to 7. Bunch of good guests already booked up. Make sure uh, you join us for both. Nice to see the A's go back to the old formula and uh, even up this series against Tampa Bay here uh, this evening. Hope you have a great rest of your uh, Tuesday evening, and we'll talk to you, well, in just about 12 hours here on the A's radio network. Once again, your final score, the A's beat the Rays 4-3. to three. I'm Alex Jensen. Good night, everybody. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.